America, this is another state to state update with Will. I'm Luke. And we have Tom with us. Tom from Illinois. Are you there, Tom? I'm here. How are you guys? We are doing fantastic. Thank you for being with us tonight. Oh, you are welcome. And uh, thanks for having me. And uh, it's just been a great week here in, uh, in Illinois. We got our first little win. More to come, but we had a great win this week. So you got a first win in Illinois. Tell us a little bit about that. So we had our, our school meet, school board meeting on Monday night, and uh, leading up to it, we knew that we were going to talk about the mask policy for our kids going back in the fall and whether or not they were going to ask our children if they've been vaccinated or not. So we did everything we could about the two weeks prior to it. We've just been mobilizing and getting trying to get people to say they were going to be there and and really up to Monday afternoon, we didn't know if we were really going to get anybody to show up. And when I got to the school, I got there early and there was already 60 or 70 people there. And by the time the meeting started, we had well over 125 people. 125 people. Wow, good for you guys. I mean, I've been to several school board meetings in the last six months. And if they were ever to get 20, that was a lot. So they had to move the event from the community room to the school's auditorium. And uh, yeah, it was just amazing to see that many people. Our little group, we had made up shirts. We the people, uh, you know, we the parents of uh, School District 308 and had everybody wear black, you know. So it was, it was so cool to, to see all, all, all who came. And, you know, out of 125 people, maybe 10 uh, were for uh, keeping masks. 125 10 that I'd say the numbers are in y'all's favor yeah. oh it, it was it was it was it was really cool to see and and so right before they let us in the building the strangest thing happened because all of our schools for a year and a half now big signs on the door no entry without a mask masks are mandatory and right before they opened the door they opened the doors let us in someone came up and took down all the signs and they came out to the crowd and said, no more masks in this building. So no we didn't know if we were being set that? up. What's that? Did you say someone from the crowd took down the, um, the signs and said no more masks in this building? No, the school. Oh, the school. Wow. Somebody from the school came up and took down the masks and then came outside and told the crowd, you can keep your masks off if you choose. It is now optional. Wow, that's awesome. That's neat. That, I mean, that's progress because that's, I mean, that's not a world we ever thought we'd be living in a few months ago or a year ago because people were going crazy in the opposite direction. So, I mean, that's encouraging that we're finally getting back to normal, it sounds yeah. like. Well, it was anything but normal, though, when we got inside. So, tell us more about what happened inside. Yeah, I watched the video and it was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, uh, I don't know if it's cool, but... It, it, it was good. It, I don't even know how to describe it. So anyway, we get in there and immediately after the Pledge of Allegiance, they came in, they did their roll call, they did the Pledge of Allegiance. And I mean, without even notice, they went straight into public comment. And uh, I don't know how I got it. Maybe I was the first one in the door, but I was the first speaker that night. And uh, I did my three minutes on, on why it's unhealthy for our kids to be in masks and we need to have a choice. and. 
I was citing all sorts of uh, research studies and administrative code in Illinois, why they can't do this and can't do that. And man, I got done and it was so cool to hear, you know, 125 people stand up and just start going nuts and clapping. And then we had 12 more people go that were all my same position. The crowd's going crazy. They did have a, a young high school girl go and she still wanted everyone to be in masks. Gave her all the props in the world. I mean, it took a lot of guts for this high school girl to get up there and do that. And then one more gentleman got up there and, and spoke. Um, but the public comments were all just phenomenal. Um, but then they went to the board member comments. And we had one board member start off by saying, we've been deluged by emails this week. And many of you in Oswego told us that we don't work for you. Well, let me clear that up right now. That is not correct. And the crowd went nuts to the point where you could hear the school board president starting to ask for security. The Oswego Police Department was already there with three squads. Four police officers were there, which was a little more than normal, but they're always there. And then you saw from the video, the other board member jumped in and it was just, everybody's looking at each other going, wait, this is America. They, we elected you and you say you don't work for us, that you work for the state. I mean. And her exact words were that we're elected, but we don't work for you. Yeah. And it was just like a conspiracy theory coming true in front of 125 people's lives. It was, it was, it was really rather disgusting. I'm surprised it didn't get more heated than it did after they said that, honestly. I, well, I think it was because there was so much shock in the room. That now, to be fair though, our, our education system is so messed up and so broken that being in, involved in academia or at like a, a local school board level, there probably is immense pressure on you from the party or from the state at the state yeah, level, state level to for you to fall in line and help them accomplish their agenda. And it probably is harder to flourish in a, being a career politician than that with that. But but that's all the more reason why we need people to stand up and be leaders and yeah. do the right thing and help break us from that. Um, because neither of those are right. So and, and and I know they do get a lot of pressure from the ISBE and the government and the Illinois Department of Health. But at the same time, they don't elect you. I mean, the, the, the voices that matter are, there, are, your, are your constituents in your district that you represent. They're, they're the ones that give you the job. That's right. That's how you got there. We had one Christian Academy about 20 minutes from my house last summer say, you know what? I'm standing up to the governor. We're going to open. We're going to open without masks. We're doing full five days of school. And man, there was lawsuits flying. The governor threatened that, that he was going to send his Department of Justice to arrest all the school board members, the school superintendent. And they stood up to the governor and they said no every time. And nothing ever happened to that school board and that superintendent. That's what everybody needs to do. What's that? That's what everybody needs to do. They all need to band together. They can't, they can't imprison everybody. They're already full as it is. That's right. That's right. You know, Luke, in your home county out in Johnson County, I remember during COVID, uh, now that's a very red county, and they have a very, very red sheriff out there. But I remember that, like, there were schools and there were businesses, and this is, like, right after, like, the governor had shut down businesses, you know, when COVID was still new. But people were getting together and saying, we're just going to open. And there was, like, some date in the summer 
like two months after like everything had shut down for COVID, we're like, I remember the Tander outlet, like the, the outlets everything out opened. in Smithfield, like everything just opened. Just the county, he said, we're not arresting and, you. Yeah, for, and, uh, and the sheriff just that. said, like, and we're not doing it and there's not enough police officers to enforce it. So if all y'all just a bar, do it, they then said, open up your doors, uh, just keep the door open and same as being outside. And I think I remember happen. our governor made threats on the matter and then I think nothing ever happened. So it, it, it's neat to see this becoming a trend, Tom, around the country. Oh, and, and it's happening in the state. I mean, the last three days. I mean, it's we're getting parent groups from all over the state. Please send us your speeches, send us your research, whatever you use, please. And, and it's the coordination that we have amongst all these parental groups. We even came Monday night with a meeting with, or I'm sorry, with a letter that had 22 Illinois parent groups logos on it. We all agreed, we all got together, we wrote this massive letter, had it looked at by an attorney, and this letter went out Monday afternoon. And just, we're working together and we're making change. And it's it feels really good. That's awesome, that is awesome. So, so anyway, after they got done with their comments, the school superintendent then spoke about masks. And we thought for sure he was going to kowtow to what the board was going to want or what the teachers union was gonna want. But out of nowhere, our superintendent comes out and just boom, we are going with a no mask policy. We believe based on the cases in the local area, we have local control. And based on that and what's going on with COVID in our county, that we are not going to have a mandatory mask policy, nor are we gonna ask our children or our students if they've been vaccinated. Now we strongly encourage they wear masks if you're unvaccinated. We strongly encourage you to get a vaccine, but we're out of asking, we're out of the asking business. It's up to the parents, it's optional. And we're doing all of this other stuff to make sure the schools are clean and, and all of that. And we're just sitting there again. We just got shocked before with the school. Remember, now we're shocked with the superintendent. And it was just a breath of fresh air to hear our superintendent say something like this, because it was really not something we'd ever expect. Yeah. And, you know, and then it went to a vote and it went six to nothing in favor of this policy with one abstention that one board member that said she doesn't work for us. Wow. That, that, that sounds like a win to me. Yeah, honestly, a big win. Yeah. And, so, and I think, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, but I think the bigger win was after the meeting, after the meeting out in the parking lot, so many parents are like, I've never been to a school board meeting before, I will be at the next one because the whole community knows that the next battle, which is CRT, and the new sex ed standards from SB 818 in the state of Illinois that's passed the legislature and is sitting on the governor's desk. This is the big battle. CRT. And that was going to be my next question, Tom, is uh, y'all have another meeting coming up in August, right? Where y'all are set to vote on some of that stuff as well as some of the new equity statements. Yep. And we are going now that they have released their revised equity statements. We actually have a lawyer uh, in the next town over uh, that is taking the case a lot of a lot of these parents uh, as it relates to CRT and some sending some pretty nasty legal letters to these uh, superintendents. 
So we have sent the new equity statements to him for a review to get his opinion. I don't know if you've heard of the big case, Janice versus AFSCME, which was the big union case. Uh, he was the lead lawyer on that. So this, this guy's got some expertise and, you know, if there's anything wrong with those uh, equity statements, he's going to let us know and hopefully he'll help us out. That's awesome. So what can we be looking for in the future? For... <laughs> well, yeah, I, um, I guess like um, this next coming month, you got any plans, any events, anything like that? Well, we're, we actually had a local uh, political action committee that started in our county that's become very active. And I mean, in a matter of four months has gone to over a hundred members that meet every two weeks. So our goal, and, and unfortunately we just had an election for the school board and most of the parents were asleep for this election. So we don't get to vote for three of those seven again for another two years. Wow. Now, uh, Tom, what is the name of this uh, political action committee that y'all are working with? It's called the Illinois Wolf Pack. Illinois Wolf Pack. I okay. It. I like it. I'm, I'm writing that down. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're tackling everything from school issues to tax issues to all sorts of things in the state of Illinois. And just it, it's just a bunch of, I don't want to say the word, but very angry residents that got together and said, we've got to do something to help take, our, you know, we got to take our state back. We've got one of the worst states in the country. Good for them. So uh, do y'all, does the Wolfpack have a website? They just put a website together. I don't have it in front of me, but I can definitely get that to you. But we can find you guys on Facebook or social media or, okay. Yeah. Now our school group, our main school group, is we the people of SD three hundred eight? We, we the people of what? SD. I'm sorry. We the parents of SD three hundred eight. Oh, SD three hundred eight. Oh, hey, you need to send me your uh, your guys' logo too. We started a new thing at Ed first, where where you heard about it. Yep, we can we can definitely do that. I'll I'll get a hold of Dominique, who's uh, in charge of that group, and we'll get that over to you right away because we had to put that logo on that letter that we just had written. Perfect, perfect, very good. Well, Tom, thank you for this very informative update tonight. Um, we uh, it's, it's been a pleasure having you and um, talking about this as well as hearing what's been going on there. You know, we we get sometimes we get so consumed and bogged down with our own local or municipal issues that we sometimes lose track of the struggles or the wins. Sometimes of, we lose hope too. Yeah, uh, that other people yeah. are getting. So this is, you know, of the negative things that we've had to brief people on in this show, this has been quite a positive thing to talk yeah. about tonight. It's been We're good. in the fight. I, I, I tell you, we all feel it. We all feel it as a, as a win. It feels good. That's right. Well, again, thank you for being here. Reach out if we can do anything for you, and we look forward to having you on again soon and hopefully hearing more about what you guys are doing. For sure. Thanks for having me. You guys have a good night. You too, man. Y'all, thanks later. for joining us tonight. This has been another state-to-state -state update with Will and Luke here from the Education First headquarters. We'd love to hear from you guys. Please comment, like, and subscribe below, and we'll see you next week. See ya.